Comfort, comfort my people, says your God. Speak tenderly to Jerusalem and proclaim to her that her hard service has been completed and that her sin has been paid for and that she has received from the Lord's hand double for all her sins. A voice of one calling in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord. Make straight in the desert a highway for our God. Every valley shall be raised, every mountain and hill made low. The rough ground shall become level, the rugged places a plain, and the glory of the Lord will be revealed, and all gather, for the mouth of the Lord has spoken. Isaiah 40, verses 1 through 5. The story of Christmas is the story of God bringing comfort to his people. It is a story of God coming down into this world to pay for our sins. God came into this world in a most unusual way. He came as a baby, and the story of his birth takes place in the most unexpected places. We will visit these places as we witness the story of Christ's birth unfolding before us. Let us pray. Lord, we have gathered in the name of the Savior tonight to reflect upon the miracle of his birth and the purpose for which he came to save us from our sins. We thank you, Lord, that over the manger in Bethlehem, as it were, was the shadow of the cross. So accept our worship, our adoration, and our praise, and our thanksgiving tonight. For we offer these to the Lord Jesus Christ, and in his name, amen. Good evening, everyone. The words for the carols we will be singing will appear on screen. Please stand and let us make music to the Lord with gratitude in our hearts.
Aren't you glad that Jesus came? Amen. You may be seated. Hundreds of years before the Lord Jesus' birth, God chose a barren woman named Hannah to give birth to a son who would become one of Israel's greatest prophets. But this was only a shadow of what was to come centuries later. God chose an unmarried woman named Mary to give birth to the Savior of the world. When Mary learned that she was expecting, she traveled to the hill country of Judah to visit her cousin Elizabeth. Together, they waited for the one who would bring salvation to those living in the darkness of sin. A reading from 1 Samuel chapter 2, verses 1 to 10. And Hannah prayed and said, My heart rejoices in the Lord. My horn is exalted in the Lord. I smile at my enemies because I rejoice in your salvation. No one is holy like the Lord, for there is none besides you, nor there any rock like our God. Talk no more so very proudly. Let no arrogance come from your mouth. For the Lord is the God of all knowledge, and by him actions are weighed. The bowels of the mighty men are broken, and those who stumble are girded with strength. Those who are full have hired themselves out for hired, and the hungry have ceased to hunger. Even the barren, has born seven, and she has many children, has become feeble. The Lord kills and makes alive. He brings down to the grave and brings up. The Lord makes poor and makes rich. He brings low and lifts up. He raises the poor from the dust and lifts the beggar from the ash heap. To them among princes and make them inherit in the throne of glory. For the pillars of the earth are the Lord's, and he has set the world upon them. He will guard the feet of his saints, but the wicked shall be silent in darkness. For by strength no man shall prevail. The adversaries of the Lord shall be broken in pieces. From heaven he will thunder against them. For the Lord will judge the ends of the earth. He will give strength to the king and the exalted horn of his anointed. The New Testament reading is taken from Luke chapter 1, verses 39 to 56. Now Mary arose in those days and went into the hill country with haste to a city of Judah and entered the house of Zechariah and greeted Elizabeth. And it happened when Elizabeth heard the greeting of Mary that the babe leaped in her womb and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. Then she spoke out with a loud voice and said, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. But why is this granted to me, 
that the mother of my Lord should come to me. For indeed, as soon as the voice of your greeting sounded my ears, the babe leaped in my womb for joy. Blessed is he, she who believed, for there will be a fulfillment of those things which were told from the Lord. And Mary said, My soul magnifies the Lord, and my spirit has rejoiced in God my Savior, for he has regarded the lowly state of his maidservant. For behold, henceforth, henceforth, all generations will call me blessed, for he who is mighty has done great things for me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is on those who fear him from generation to generation. He has shown strength with his arm. He has scattered the proud in, their, in the imagination of their hearts. He has put down the mighty from their thrones and exalted the lowly. He has fulfilled the hungry with good things, and the rich has been sent away empty. He has helped his servant Israel in remembrance of his mercy. And he spoke to our fathers, to Abraham and his seed forever. And Mary remained with her about three months and returned to her house. Please stand together and let's sing, Come Thou Long Expected Jesus.
Nazareth. Long before Jesus was born, the prophet Isaiah promised that the Savior of the world would be born of a virgin. For hundreds of years, the people of Israel waited and wondered who it might be. In time, the angel of the Lord appeared to an unmarried teenager, a virgin named Mary, who lived in the small town of Nazareth, The angel told her that she was the one God had chosen to give birth to the child who would save the world from their sin. Our next Old Testament reading is taken from Isaiah chapter 7, verse 14. Therefore the Lord himself will give you a sign. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and shall call his name Emmanuel. The New Testament passage is taken from Matthew's Gospel, chapter 1, verses 18 through 25. Now the birth of Jesus Christ was as follows. After his mother Mary was betrothed to Joseph, before they came together, she was found with child of the Holy Spirit. Then Joseph, her husband, being a just man, and not wanting to make her a public example, was minded to put her away secretly. But while he thought about these things, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take to you Mary, your wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit. And she will bring forth a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. So all this was done, that it might be fulfilled which was spoken by the Lord through the prophet, saying, Behold, the virgin shall be with child and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which is translated, God is with us. Then Joseph, being aroused from sleep, did as the angel of the Lord commanded him, and took to him his wife, and did not know her till she had brought forth her firstborn son, and he called his name Jesus.
Bethlehem. The town of Bethlehem was a small town of fewer than a thousand persons. Its only claim to fame was that Israel's greatest king, David, was born there. But once again, God chose the ordinary things of this world to carry out his divine plan, a plan of salvation. The prophet Micah promised that one day a shepherd king even greater than David would come from Bethlehem and rule Israel. Around the time Jesus was born, the Roman government ordered a census uh, for tax purposes. So young Mary and Joseph traveled to Joseph's hometown of Bethlehem. While they were in Bethlehem, Mary's labor began and she gave birth to a baby boy. The birth of the Messiah was also prophesied in the book of Micah, chapter 5, verses 2 through 5. But you, Bethlehem, Ephrathah, though you are little among the thousands of Judah, yet out of you shall come forth to me the one to be ruler in Israel, whose goings forth are from of old, from everlasting. Therefore, he shall give them up until the time that she who was in labor has given birth. Then the remnant of his brethren shall return to the children of Israel. And he shall stand and feed his flock in the strength of the Lord, in the majesty of the name of the Lord his God. And they shall abide, for now he shall be great to the ends of the earth, and this one shall be peace. The fulfillment of that prophecy is seen in Luke chapter 2, verse 1 to 7. And it came to pass in those days that a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. This census first took place while Quirinius was governor of Syria. So all went to be registered, everyone to his city. Joseph also went up from Galilee out of the city of Nazareth, into Judea, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David, to be registered with Mary, his betrothed wife, who was with child. So it was that while they were there, the days were completed for her to be delivered, and she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. Oh, 
countryside of Judea. When the people of Israel were falling away from God, God promised that one day a Savior would come to announce good news to those who had fallen away. And that's exactly what happened. When Jesus was born, that's exactly what happened. Angels appeared to a group of poor shepherds to announce the good news. The Savior of the world has been born. Our next Old Testament reading is found in Isaiah chapter 52, verses 6 through 7. Therefore, my people shall know my name. Therefore, they shall know in that day that I am he who speaks, Behold, it is I. How beautiful upon the mountains are the feet of him who brings good news, who proclaims peace, who brings glad tidings of good things, who proclaims salvation, who says to Zion, your God reigns. Luke 2, 8 through 20 tells us, Now there are in the same country shepherds living out in the fields, keeping watch over their flocks by night. And behold, an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were greatly afraid. Then the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which will be to all people. For there is born to you this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be the sign to you. You will find the babe wrapped in swaddling cloths, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angels a multitude of the heavenly hosts, praying in God and saying, Glory, Glory to, to God, God in, in the, the highest, highest and, and on earth, earth peace, goodwill good toward men. men. So it was, when the angels had gone away from them into heaven, that the shepherds said to one another, Let us go now to Bethlehem and see this thing that has come to pass, which the Lord has made known to us. And they came with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in a manger. Now, when they, 
When they had seen him, they made widely known the saying which was told them concerning this child. And all those who heard it marveled at the things which they were told by the shepherds. But Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. Then the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen as it was told them. Let's all stand together and let's lift our voices and sing glory to God in the highest. One, two, three, and...
the glory be to God. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. The home of the Messiah. Jesus, the true king of all the nations, had been born. Sometime after his birth, Magi came from far off to pay tribute to Jesus. These earthly kings followed a star, something that had been foretold hundreds of years earlier. When they arrived at Jesus' home, they bowed down and worshipped the one true king of the world. By doing so, these kings showed that they recognized true royalty. The following prophecy was given in Numbers chapter 24, verses 17 to 19. I see him, but not now. I behold him, but not near. A star shall come out of Jacob, a scepter shall rise out of Israel, and batter the brow of Moab, and destroy all the sons of Tumult. And Edom shall be a possession. Seir also, his enemies, shall be a possession, while Israel does valiantly. Out of Jacob one shall have dominion, and destroy the remains of the city. In Matthew chapter 2, verses 1 through 12, we read, Now, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, in the days of Herod the king, behold, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he who has been born king of the Jews? For we have seen his star in the east and have come to worship him. When Herod the king heard this, he was troubled, and all Jerusalem with him. And when he had gathered all the chief priests and scribes of the people together, he inquired of them where the Christ was to be born. So they said to him, In Bethlehem of Judea, for thus it is written by the prophet, But you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are not the least among the rulers of Judah, for out of you shall come a ruler who will shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod, when he had secretly called the wise men, determined from them what time the star appeared. And he sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and search carefully for the young child. And when you have found him, bring back word to me, that I may come and worship him also. When they heard the king, they departed. And behold, the star which they had seen in the east went before them, till it came and stood over where the young child was. When they saw the star, they rejoiced with exceedingly great joy. And when they had come into the house, they saw the young child with Mary his mother, and fell down and worshipped him. And when they had opened their treasures, they presented gifts to him, gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Then being divinely warned in a dream that they should not return to Herod, they departed for their own country another way. Christmas is a time 
for us to remember to worship our Lord. Over the skies of Bethlehem appeared a star Where angels sang to lonely shepherds The wise men seeking truth traveled from afar Hoping to find the child from heaven Falling on First Corinthians 1 Corinthians 1:26-31 For consider your calling brethren that there were not many wise according to the flesh not many mighty and not many noble but God has chosen the foolish things of the world to shame the wise and God has chosen the weak things of the world to shame the things which are strong and the base things of the world and the despised God has chosen, the things that are not, so that he may nullify the things that are, so that no man may boast before God. But by his doing, you are in Christ, who became to us wisdom from God and righteousness and sanctification and redemption, so that just as it is written, let him who boasts Boast in the Lord. Paul tells the Corinthian church of old that the values and the principles and the ideas that this world holds dear are not at all the same things that God values. The world looks to places and persons of power and prestige, but God displayed his power by using the insignificant persons and places of this world to accomplish his plan of salvation. Places like Bethlehem, a small and insignificant 
town in the shadow of the rest of Israel and a foreshadowing of a much more important city in God's plan down the road of Jerusalem. People like Mary, an unmarried teenaged girl, these were the tools that our God used to bring salvation. What hope is there in this for you and for me? We too, if we would admit it, are persons broken by sin, hindered by our own shortcomings, and yet, and yet, God continues to use us to accomplish his plans today. As we prepare to give back to the Lord this evening's offering, I invite you to pray with me, please. Father, your son Jesus was rich, yet for our sakes he became poor, that we through his poverty might be made rich. Lord, we recognize as we exchange gifts of this happy time of Christmas with each other, that is wonderful, expressions of love for family and friends. But Lord, may we give you the gift of ourselves. May we present to you our redeemed lives for you to use as you see fit, whether that's a little thing or a large thing, whether that's an easy thing or a difficult thing, whether that's something that will bring notice to us or something that will leave us in obscurity. May we yield to the lordship of this babe born in Bethlehem, the Savior of the world, who willingly went to that cruel cross for us, not as a victim, but as a volunteer. And so please accept our financial gifts tonight, Lord, given in love for Jesus. And Lord, may these gifts be tokens and emblems because we have given our whole redeemed lives back to this Christ. And we pray this for his glory and the broadcast of his name. Amen.
to the ends of the earth. Jesus was born in a small town in the Judean countryside in Israel, but his purpose was not limited by geographic location. Jesus said, I am the light of the world. He came into the world so that the light of his gospel might shine in the darkness of a world lost in sin and darkness. Today, the work of our Jesus continues to shine around the world through his disciples, and that includes us. As followers of Jesus, we carry the light of the gospel into our homes, into our communities, into our cities, and to the ends of the earth. A reading from Isaiah chapter 60, verses 1 through 4. Arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. For behold, the darkness that covered the earth, and the deep darkness of the people. But the Lord will arise over you, and his glory will be seen upon you. The Gentiles shall come to your light, and kings to the brightness of your rising. Lift up your eyes all around and see. They all gather together. They come to you. Your sons shall come from afar, and your daughters shall be nursed by your side. Matthew 28, verses 18 through 20 reads as follows. And Jesus came and spoke to them, saying, All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all the things I have commanded you. And, lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Amen. Christ is the Lord. Oh, praise his name forever. His power and glory forevermore proclaim. Please stand and let's sing together. It is the night of our dear Savior's birth. Long lay the world in sin and narrow pining till he appeared and the soul felt its
Yes, we do. Hmm. Hear our Lord's benediction. You are the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden, Not, nor does anyone light a, light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a lampstand, and it gives light to all who are in the house. Let your light shine before men in such a way that they may see your good works and glorify your Father who is in heaven. Amen. We are going to be dismissed in sections this evening through the foyer as we sing through our closing carol together. And at least 90% of you will guess what our closing carol is because it's been the same for the last 20 years. And it's go tell it on the mountain that Jesus Christ is born. And so let's sing along. And then I will give directions as to which section will be dismissed throughout the carol. Go tell it on the mountain. to the left. Would you please extinguish your candles and beginning with the back row, begin filing out through the foyer and please give your candle to the ushers on your way out as the rest of us continue to sing verse 2. <laughs> section. Please extinguish your candles and give them to the ushers as you leave, beginning with the back row, as the rest of us continue to sing the third verse.
then the rest of you may now extinguish your candles and leave them with the ushers on your way out, beginning with the back row. Have a blessed Christmas, everyone.